You're listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese. Hi, it's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today, and it always starts with the human conversation. Today, mm-hmm. we speak with my friend, Tommy Hilkin of Tommy Hilkin Productions. Tommy helps people believe in their unlimited potential, define their goals, and take the steps that will bring them there. He's worked with individuals from every walk of life, including celebrities and professional athletes, and has been featured at more than 6,000 engagements. He is a Toastmasters humorous speech champion. That's a tough one to say, Tommy. Uh, a member and past president of the New Jersey chapter of the National Speakers Association and a certified life success consultant. Simply put, Tommy brings an exciting, funny perspective to today's challenges in the workplace. And Tommy, you and I both know that it, I, we all need some humor right now. Welcome to the show. Ah, glad to be on the show and glad to be with you. Uh, I don't even know if one person can bring enough humor to the world right now. So let's try and all do it together. Yeah, and any dose of it is great. You know, uh, we were talking before the show that you and I go back a long way. And I've always walked away from any conversation with you with a smile. What is Uh, your trick? Uh, truly what my secret is, is, uh, I, I think it's where I grew up and I grew in, uh, grew up in Guttenberg, New Jersey, in Hudson County. And it was a great community. And I tell everybody that we always connected on the sidewalks or the stoops or the schoolyard steps, you know, where we grew up in the city and we hung out and we met and we talked and, you know, you just bonded with people. People meant a lot to us growing up in my community. So to me today, I always say this. You know, I love people. I'm a people person. You know, and with that, you'll love this, Nancy. I always remind everybody, everybody says, so do you love everybody? I always say, yeah, I love everybody, but there's some people I just don't like. (laughs) And we all know that. Yeah, but where do you get your humor from? Uh, I I mean, I've listened to you. I've watched you in performances. Never disappoint. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? Uh, I've I've always been quick-witted. I think that's what the best part of my humor is. I'm not somebody who can sit down and really write out a joke, but live and on the spot, my wit has always been. And I don't know if it's sometimes we consider it wit. Sometimes we can consider it sarcasm, you know, because where I grew up, you had an answer to everything somebody said. Even my father would always look at me and go, you have an answer for everything, don't you? I can rem- that, that phrase still rings in my head. Well, <laughs> you have an answer for everything. So basically fast on your feet? Yeah. You know what? It, it's, I wouldn't say it's a learned skill. Uh, most things you can learn. Uh, I often say to people, if nobody's ever told you you're funny, chances are you're not. You know, and uh, that's the way I look yeah. at it. So I guess it's my blessing you know, the gift I was given, you know, and I like to make people smile and I like to make people laugh. And so it's been my, my way of going through life. So, you know, 
we both believe in the power of human conversation. We've had mm. uh, multiple talks about that. And we both know to really connect to a person or a prospect, friend, family, right. we need to use our voice. Why, mm. why is that so important today with all of the technology and with all of the human, um, with the lack of human interaction online that we're seeing? Well, right now it's all we've got, so it's like second best, but it's all we've got connecting online and using all this virtual stuff that's going on. But connecting on a human being to human being basis has always been the way to sell or communicate or connect with people. So yeah. using our voice is important. It really is to learn how to do that. But you were talking about communicating and how important it is to communicate Communicating, and you know it as well as I, we've known each other a long time, it's not so much how much are you talking, it's also a good portion of how much are you listening. That's what right. makes communication work. We both know that, right? It's Even if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, try to make it at least 50-50. What are they doing? What are you doing? Back and forth. That's how I get to know and build relationships with people. Yeah. Um, the art of listening for many is uh, a challenge uh, oh. because of all of the distractions and mm. sales. We really have to zero in on what that mm. other person is saying and forget about us in the moment, right? We just well, have to. Well, you, know, you and I, you and I both had some great mentors when it came to that who taught us these kind of things like you were talking about. You know, I'm a talker, so I always thought I'd win people over by talking. But really, when you're in a business situation, people want you to know about them. They're there, too. You've got to acknowledge them. You know, like you said, I'm funny. I'm going to tell jokes, blah, blah, blah. And 30 minutes later, we're walking out and business didn't get done. But we had a good time. <laughs> right. Well, good you time know? doesn't pay the bills, though, right? <laughs> yeah, good time. Yeah. This is true. Good times don't pay the bills. You could ask my <laughs> wife. She'll tell you that one. <laughs> so That's great. Yeah. For those of you uh, that know what I do, I, I, I make my living one-of-a-kind sales primarily over the phone and using Zoom uh, certainly as a tool nowadays. And sure. uh, Tommy, in all the years that I've known you, your your gift is public speaking, mm. which I'm sure has been impacted to some degree you know, through this time. But I, I just want to get your opinion. Uh, he, uh, I shouldn't say he, Tommy uh, is excellent on the stage, very natural. I'm excellent over the phone, very natural. I like to think I'm excellent. What, how are they different? How are they the same? You know, we, we, we really have some synergy between our mm. companies. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's, a great, it's a great point now of being live or being on the telephone, or now even with the Zoom platform. Let's face it, it's part of our lives now. So, right. you know, I always complained that when this all first hit and everybody started doing virtual, I kept, I had my stinking thinking going through my head that I am, I'm a live guy, I'm a live guy, I connect with people live and all that stuff. I don't use the phone like you, I don't use the uh, platforms like this. And then I realized that the reality is, this is all we got right now. So it's the same thing as presenting. Right now, to tell you the truth, one of the, the secrets I do, and I'm, I'm right now talking to you, and I'm standing and I'm walking around, you know, to keep my energy level up so it sounds like we're having a connection here. You know, right. so I'm up, I'm walking around, I'm actually like I'm presenting. 
And that's really works well when you're on the phone. I had to teach myself that, that every time I'm up and I'm on the phone or it's, it's a presentation, you know, you're presenting yourself, you're presenting your people tend to forget about that when you say presentation, but you need to do a phone presentation. It's the same as being on stage. So imagination, make believe whatever it takes, but you can be powerful on the phone as much as you can be powerful from the stage. Yep. Yeah. Um, you've had the the good fortune of having a, a working relationship with the famous Zig Ziglar. And for those uh, of you that may not recognize the name, he's a very famous author, salesman, and motivational speaker. Can you tell us a little bit about your relationship? I mean, how you met him and mm, how it benefited you? Well, it put a shift in my life. It's kind of interesting. I, uh, I'll give you the story real quick in a nutshell, but it's so important. I'm going to share it. I had just opened up my business. I was running an entertainment company and I decided to move into a storefront and have people see me on Main Street in Little Falls. I was so excited. And here I was taking this challenge of opening up a business, three kids, a wife. And I opened up the paper and I looked and there was a program called Success 96. And I don't know what drew me to it, but I signed up for it. It was down in the Meadowlands at the Meadowlands Arena. And throughout the day, there were speakers throughout the whole day. And then about the eighth speaker, I heard this guy just saying, you can be, do, and have all that life has to offer. And I and I just sat down and said, this guy's talking to me. This right. guy's talking to me, you know. And this was 1996. And I listened and I learned and I went to Toastmasters. And once I went to Toastmasters, and I said, I want to take this to the next level. I reached out and I went and started to study with Zig Ziglar. I went down to his Born to Win. I met him in person. And this was one of the greatest speakers in the world. And you know, I, I looked at him and I said, I feel like I know you forever. I want to thank you for changing my life. And Zig looked at me and said, I didn't change your life. I just laid out some principles that you applied. And those principles changed your life. So here's a man full of humility. That's the number one thing he taught me was humility, that it wasn't about him. He was right. just there to deliver the message. And it was a beautiful moment for me. So I connected with him. I'm still great friends with his number one man, Brian Flanagan. We're best of friends today. So it was meant to be. I was meant to yeah. hear him. I was meant to hear his message. And he truly shaped me into the person I am today, which thank yeah. you, God. What? Yep. An- awesome opportunity you had Mm, mm. you know speaking of stories that was a great story um i know you're a storyteller is there another story you would want to share with the audience that they might find interesting well you know it's interesting i always talk about you know zig would always talk about success and the self-image right nancy Mm -hmm. that the self-image has a tremendous amount of how much success you're going to have we will only right. play up to the level of the image that we hold of ourselves. I love that right. phrase. We will only play up to the level of the image we hold of ourselves. So I used to think about that. And in my life growing up, I'm one of six kids, three girls, three boys. So one of the stories I always love to tell is both my brothers are cops. And I wanted to be a clown. So, And I literally wanted to be on stage as an entertainer. So throughout life, my father used to always say, here's my boys, two cops and a clown, right? So I'd be like, dad, can you stop everywhere we go? 
two cops and a clown until I realized and he embraced it. He understood that I wasn't cut out to be a cop and I was different and he embraced it and we enjoyed it forever on till the day he passed. So mm-hmm. I always share this when you have two brothers or a cop and you're a clown. So when your dad passes, who do they ask to do the eulogy? <laughs> and it always comes out of everybody always says the clown. So I remember going up during my dad's eulogy and saying, uh, you know, I'd have my brothers up here with me, but the only words they know are license and registration. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my whole story of that. I talk about the image that I held of myself and feeling because I was different and, you know, I didn't right. want to be a cop, you know. So Zig taught me how to break through that, that, you know, being the individual that you are, being the person that you are is okay. Right. And that's, if I could bring a message to the world, everybody is just fine where they are as a being. So I people always say to me, oh, they're broken and they can't be fixed. No one's broken. Some right. people just need to be improved. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what it comes down to. It's always just about improvement. It's not about fixing anyone. It's about improving someone. And that's been my life. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know, what I'm hearing you um talk a lot about and and this really relates it resonates in sales is the mm-hmm. mindset right uh, you are who you think you are right mm-hmm. you um right. will as you say aspire to who you truly believe you can aspire to and mindset is all about feeling good and strong and confident in your abilities to whatever level they are. And as you say, you can always improve if you have that motivation. Wouldn't you agree with that? You know, having the motivation, what fires you up? You know, purpose, what's your purpose behind it to motivate you? You know, what's the vision you have for your life? So I always talk about purpose and vision and goals. Mm -hmm. But what changed it for me was, I never realized, Nancy, this blows my mind after all my years, I've been doing what I'm doing 31 years. I've been on stage forever. It's all I've ever done. And then one day we were talking with a mutual friend and I was discussing it with him. And he looked at me and said, you realize you've been a commissioned salesman your whole life. And I said, no, I've been an entertainer my whole life. And he said, well, how did you get on stage? Right. I said, well, that's interesting. I had to sell myself. So I think that's what they call an unconscious competent. I was a person who was didn't even know they were doing it yet I was doing it so now I look at myself and people can think about this the fact is that most people are commissioned salesmen without even knowing it without even knowing it well I I'm totally in your camp people say to me people that own businesses I'm not a salesperson well (laughs) when you think about every aspect of your life you try to you persuade your kids to do what you want them to do. You have a spouse or a partner, right? Um, yeah. You want to go to a movie and you want to influence your friends. That's all selling. Mm. People are horrified by sales. But yep. we all do it and live it. Anything in particular you want me to spotlight? Well, you know what? I just want to leave one last thing. My friend Flanagan from Ziegler, who I always say, He's another man that came into my life in 2004 and has been Mm -hmm. with me ever since. He always reminded me, and if you're in sales, keep this mantra in your head. He always said to me, sales isn't something you do to someone. Sales is something you do for someone. Right. And 
I always loved that. It changed everything about it. I'm not doing anything. I, I want to do something for you. I want to change your environment. I want to improve your business. I want to have your family have a good time. Whatever it right. might be, we're doing it for them. So, you know, that's the phrase that I always liked. Sales is not something you do to someone. It's something you do for someone. Okay. But what was your question? <laughs> I don't remember anymore. No, no, no. I asked you, is there anything in particular you would like to spotlight? Well, you know what? I would always say if anybody's struggling right now, giving virtual presentations or even giving a presentation, sales presentation, whatever it might be, you know, the secret behind what I do is I got on stage scared, nervous, and I became more and more confident. Once I became more confident, I became more competent. And when you can have confidence and competence, you're going to be mm -hmm. a good business owner. So most people are struggling with either one of those. It could be confidence or it could be competence. So, you know, we work on getting people to the platform that work their way and become better at both of those things. That's what I spotlight. That's what I do. I really, I guess the greatest thing I do for people is I make them shine. I make mm -hmm. them stand out in a very busy, noisy world. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing. You, you had mentioned it earlier. Every time you see me, let's face it, I'm a guy who knows how to stand out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, for well, sure. We right? always get the oil, right? And I, I, I think Coco Chanel quoted this. In wow. order to get ahead, you must be different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, All and right. I agree with that. I agree with it. So I ask everyone to share something that is true okay. that nobody agrees with you on. Hmm. Wow. Something that's true that nobody agrees with me on. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, I'll tell you what. It's uh, that fish is no good. <laughs> <laughs> now, some people agree with me, but I will say I, I, I eat zero seafood and oh, I'll go okay. out with people. All, <laughs> I'll go out with people and they'll be enjoying their bronzini and their Chilean sea bass. And I'm sitting there. Could you put your napkin over that, please? So, you know, <laughs> my wife loves it. We go out to eat. She's eating. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's not too much about me that. I, I'm kind of like an open book, so I hope I hit the, the message there that you wanted. Yep. Yeah. And uh, well, cool. what I keep hearing you speaking of is no matter what your skills or talents are, you can right. use those to build whatever you want to build if you desire oh. to keep growing. Right? Oh. Um, yeah. No and doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You know, the phrase I use is when you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, most people get to a point and they stop. And once yeah. you stop, you start to rot. Yeah. And that's what happens to people. They start looking around going, what happened? Where was I? What went on? You stop yeah. growing. You stop yeah. growing. Yeah. So, so it's a big helpful tip. Last two questions. Give the audience one takeaway. Okay. So the one takeaway you want to know is one of the greatest things I hear in every one of my sessions, any one of my workshops is everybody looks at me and they always talk about being a natural and they always say they have a fear of public speaking. 
I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase before, but people say they have (laughs) people have say they have a fear of public speaking. And I change that and I make a mind shift right from the start, right before my workshop starts. I say there is no fear of public speaking. Really, what it comes down to is people have a fear of being judged. So it's not the public speaking, it's the fear of being judged. So I remind everybody that as we go through life, get used to it. Everywhere we go, we're being judged. Get over yourself. Get over it. Just do it. We're all being judged for everything we do every Mm -hmm. single day. Why are you wearing that, right? Because I want to, right? That's true. So we ended on the Nike note, just do it, right? Just do it. So how can I... even give Nike a plug. (laughs) Really? How can my people find you? Uh, And what is it that you Mm. think you can bring to the table, especially right now, from a motivational point of view? Yeah, well, the motivational right now is to really, as I say, if you you think you're feeling bad, one of the secrets to success for not feeling bad is to go out and find somebody who's feeling a little worse than you are and go lift (laughs) them up. When you lift them up, you lift yourself up, right? Mm -hmm. So really what's going now is, I always say one of the most destructive forces on the planet is Mm self-pity. And a lot of people are walking around in deep, deep, deep self-pity right now. Right. And the answer is to go help somebody else. There's somebody doing worse than me, no matter where I look. So it could be somebody who's hungry. Somebody hasn't had a meal. So that's what I would say to you is go help somebody else. If you want to feel better, what you put out, you get back. So if you put out help, you'll get help back. That's what I think, Nancy. All right. And how can we reach you? Okay. So the best thing we can do is my website is Tommy Hilkin, which everybody never spells right, but Tommy Hilkin Productions, and it's H-I-L-C-K-E-N, TommyHilkin.com, or TommyHilkinProductions.com. Either one will work just nicely. And that's where I'm at. All my information's there. And the phrase we use is we help people step up. We help people stand out. And we help you sell more. That's what we do. Love it. Love it. And I can guarantee if Tommy presents at any any organization or is um, asked to put on a show of whatever it may be, you will not be disappointed. Tommy, thank you so much for being on the show today. As usual, I'm ending this with a big smile. Ah, beautiful. Thank you, Nancy. Me too. I appreciate you. The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. If you're frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team one-on-one to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com slash book.